Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. School has started here. Today was the first day of school, so I am excited because we are in our senior year. We almost to the finish line of this season in life. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Yes. So I'm real happy this morning. I uh, hope you all are having a great and wonderful day. I will go ahead and jump right into today's topic. Uh, we've been talking about accountability. We have uncovered a lot of things about accountability. Um, but today I just wanted to uh, keep pushing us forward. Uh, with the insight on accountability and giving us some tools to understand how effective accountability is in our personal and our professional lives. So today we're going to talk about preventative accountability. Preventative accountability. We've shared in uh, the last couple of days, a lot of what we've shared has been talking about accountability after the fact, uh, accountability of how you've managed certain things in your life, how you manage things in your business, being the person that's going to handle the task and then give an account for what you've done and what your intentions were, right? But preventative accountability, and this was really intriguing for me because when I think of accountability and how it's used in phrases and different things in today's society, well, initially I thought, well, that's what we mean, right? Preventative accountability, and typically we don't. We want preventative accountability, but that's really not what we're looking for. We say it, but it's not what we're looking for. Because the preventative accountability is the person that's going to give you the gut check, right? We know that we have life principles, standards that we set. If we're in business, we have terms and conditions, things about how our business is going to operate, how we operate within our business, the type of people we want to be connected to in our business and in our personal lives. All of those things set the standards for us living, serving, and operating in whatever capacity that we're in. And those principles are the things that accountability brings you back to. We talked about traveling that road between what we say to what we do, right? And we understand that accountability is the thing that fills in that gap, that keeps us from stopping by the house of hypocrisy, right? From saying one thing and doing something else. But when we think about preventative accountability, what about if you've never started on the path yet? Maybe you're halfway there and you're just not quite even approaching the house of hypocrisy, but there are little small steps along the way that can, if never addressed, creates that whole big issue, the whole chaos, the whole whole city burns down, right? Because nowhere along the way did you have those little preventative measures. If we think about our health, we go and we get preventative care. You're awarded through your health insurance for being very active with getting preventative care, making sure you take care of things before they become big issues. And so when I was looking at this, I was really uh, excited about the story that came to mind. There is a story about a king. This king, he had done so many great things, and he was truly a man after God's own heart. And at some point, he had everything. He had achieved and accomplished it all. And there was a fight going on. And he decided, this time, I'm going to stay home. I'm not going to even go out with my soldiers. I'm going to just send them. 
because he was in that position, right? And who dare question why you weren't there with your men? Who would question the king, right? Who would question the person in charge, the person with it all? And so him staying home was the first thing, right? Let's let's be clear. Him even not him deciding to not go to war with his men, that was the first thing in which preventative accountability would have served him well. But he continues, he goes, he takes the walk, and he he happens to see a beautiful woman. And I don't think it was by accident because the woman was the wife of one of his great soldiers. So this is somebody he knew he was in good relationship with, even though, you know, we're told he questions who is she. No, I think he knew who she was, but that's just me. And so we follow this story, and he goes, and he has gone into full pursuit. Full pursuit to the point that there is no preventative accountability anywhere. But accountability nonetheless still exists because he is a leader. He's a high achiever. He will have to give an account for all that he has done, even though he thinks nobody sees, his creator sees, and his creator knows. And so the accountability is going to be there in the end. But what about along the way? And so we watch, even though he never invited in a preventative accountability alliance to help him, we see that his creator sent one. Because the creator is always going to come just in time before you completely go off the cliff and burn everything. Before you just completely fall into the pit of unreturned, he's going to send that preventative accountability alliance to speak to you. And so Nathan comes and he talks to this king and he tells him, you you in trouble. You you just been off the rings. You ain't not only did you commit one thing against one commandment, you done violated three and set it going. And in that moment, that king had a decision. It's a decision we all make. It's a decision that we all have when the clarity hits us. Everybody else might not know, but you know. When that small still voice check you a little bit. We all got to come and decide, are we going to be a man after God's own heart? And we're going to stand firm and stand true and say yes and have a change of heart, a change of behavior, and a change of mind? Or are we going to say, well, it was somebody else's fault? They told me to do it. Or I thought this was going to work. Or that's not my intentions. I'm king, and I'm supposed to be able to do this. I'm in charge. I'm a woman. I need my attention, or I'm a man. I have my needs. This is my business, and I can do it what, what I want with it. Whatever that little thing might be for you, you get to decide. Are you going to hold firm to the truth that you have violated certain standards and accept that responsibility and in that moment rise up to do better, change and go back to what you know is to be true for your life? Or will you continue to stand in your mess? Will you continue to stand in the mistake? Will you continue to stand in the decision and keep pushing forward because it feels good? And so we see in that story, he decided. He had a change of heart and had a change of mind. He fell and threw himself on the mercies of his creator. So what does that look like for us? 
You may say, well, Dorothy, I'm not coveting nobody else's husband or nobody else's wife. I'm not committing murder. I'm just running my business. I'm just doing the things that I know to be true for me, to be successful, to bring to pass the things that I want to see happen in my life and for my family. I'm just like you. And we all are ambitious. We all have true desires. And our desires have been given to us by our creator. That is not the problem. But the issue is, do we allow that thing to become so big that it now becomes what we follow and we no longer follow our creator? We're no longer surrendering ourselves to his guidance and to what he has said. We're no longer seeking out faith-anchored advice and we're just going with what the world is telling us is what's working. That we're so busy trying to change and be in a position and evolve because we want to get the success that we see the other person with, that we have laid aside our mission and we have laid aside our purpose. I still come back to that because that is what I know to be true. Because I know how easily life can take us off course. Because we don't have the little checks and balances along the way. We don't have the trusted voices that will come to us and say, hey, you know, I see you've been working on this, and I know that, you know, your team may be telling you these things work, but have you really paused to think about how you could really take out what applies to you but still deliver it the way you should be delivering it? Many times we attach ourselves to things because it seems like it's great. It seems like they have so much going on, but we don't know the character of the person or the thing that we've connected to. And that very, that danger right there can take us so far from where we started that we forget why we even in it. We forget that it's to be able to create a life for our family and we don't spend no time with our family. We forget that we said that we started a business to serve people and now we aggravated by the customers that we get. We forget we said we bought the home because we wanted to be comfortable and we frustrated because we got repairs or taxes. We set out to make a difference and because we're not getting the notoriety that we think we should for the difference that we're making, we jump ship. We jump over here to another thing, to another bandwagon, and we just sacrifice the very thing that we were called to do. It happens to us all. We all can succumb to it. But if we have those preventative accountability alliances, the people that we have to invite into our lives in the early stages, see, you have to invite them in to help you before you get to danger. Because if your creator has to send them in, you know there's going to be some consequences because you just done ran them up, right? But he can clean it up still nonetheless. But you'll still have the reminiscences of the choices you made. But many times leaders and high achievers, we are real, real skittish about inviting in pre preventative or protective accountability alliances simply because these are the people that are going to get ask us the tough questions. These are the people that's not going to be afraid to really challenge us to be the best version of ourselves. 
it requires us to take a risk of trust and vulnerability. And so we tie that up and say people can't be trusted. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't like people. But we talk to girlfriends. We talk to our, the, our guy friends. Everybody all day long. But yet we still come out of our mouth and say people can't be trusted. It's not that people can't be trusted. It's that we really don't want people to know who we are. We don't want people to know that we say one thing and we do something else because of the fear of judgment. But protective accountability alliances will never violate your trust. They will provide a safe place for you to be who you are and be true to who you are and support you in that truth, never trying to change you, but always there to remind you that you have an accountability that you're going to have to stand and account for at the end of everything. And you want to make sure that he tells you well done, not that the world has given you any accolades. Because your creator's well done outweighs anything this world could ever provide you with. Hope this call has encouraged you. I hope this call has given you some things to really hold true to, to seek out those protective and preventative accountability alliances in your life, to make sure that they hold you accountable, that they're there to help you before you get too far off track. They are even there to celebrate you and support you as you travel along your journey. Because even though we, we set out and we're ambitious, we're audacious enough to go after it, and we still have the courage to stand, it's good to know that somebody that truly knows us can be right there with us and can see us celebrate every small step along the way, not just there when we get to the big things, but they're there when we have the small successes, when we stay true to ourselves when nobody else saw that. Those are the alliances that matter the most. Those are the ones that will carry you to the finish line. Thank you for joining us on Wisdom Inspired this morning. We truly appreciate you. If you'd like to learn more about our wonderful AAC co-working community, how we're impacting lives of female entrepreneurs, lifestyle business owners, and freelance professionals by providing accountability and productivity support, training, and coaching, then email us at hello at aaccoworking.com, and we'd be happy to give you more information. Our membership is growing, and we are truly excited about the changes and the impact that we're going to have in the marketplace. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll be back here on the line at Wisdom Inspired tomorrow morning. Be sure to share the call with others if you're getting anything out of it. We would truly appreciate it. You guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.